So hey everybody, this is the Christian Bible Study Ministry Podcast. Uh, we are here, as, as excuse me, as I'm recording this, it is of course uh, Christmas Eve, and I hope that everybody listening to this, uh, you know, no matter what is going on this holiday season, you know, I, I personally will admit that the holidays are not a great time of the year for me for personal reasons, you know, things that have happened over the years, and uh I know that I'm not the only one. I know people personally who have lost folks recently this year, and so the holidays are a rough time for a lot of people. But I hope that each of y'all will find some reason to know that you're blessed during this time of the year. I know it can be stressful because of people shopping and trying to get here or go there and all this and that. But uh, even though, for one thing, we don't know precisely which day Jesus Christ was born, you know, but this is the day that we, as the Christian church, have generally set aside to worship, uh, or excuse me, celebrate the birth of Christ and to worship him. So remember that if you are his, he has you and you have him, and so you're blessed because of that very reason. And But anyway, uh, there's a topic that has come that came into my mind, uh, I guess about a month or so ago, and I've been trying to uh, research this a little bit, and I felt like I wanted to speak on this idea. It is an idea, It is the idea that Yahweh was originally a pagan god, and this is a subject or an idea rather that touches at the very core of the doctrines that we have in Christianity because obviously if Yahweh was originally a pagan god then he is not the true god so we're going to look at this uh, honestly you know it's uh, rather briefly um, and I don't think it's going to really take too much time to examine this so we're going to start here Obviously, you know, since we have the Holy Spirit, the idea that Yahweh is not the supreme one and only being is one very much worthy of, excuse me, it is one very much worthy of being called into question. And we see from the very beginning in the Bible, in, you know, Genesis 1-1, the very first verse in the Bible It tells us who God is. And, you know, we're going to read this verse here. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The name that is used for God here in the original Hebrew is Elohim. It is used to symbolize or determine that, excuse me, declare that he is the majestic ruler over all. He rules over everything. He rules over all his creation. So, Elohim is an appropriate word for God because he is the ruler over all. And it is important for us to understand that the Lord uses our own, our own words to describe himself to us. Uh, words, uh, or names rather, Yah, El, and other words that we know and are attached to Jesus Christ are, of course, human words which could well have been used to describe false gods. Uh, you know, we've known just by reading the Bible that there is a plethora of false gods, like Chemosh, Ashtaroth, Baal, 
and others. And, you know, he was known by different names to his people over the centuries. He was known as I am to Moses, Almighty to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, etc. And it's like Adam and Eve knew God. They knew him by one name. I'm assuming that name was Elohim. But over time and down the centuries, the Lord chose other names to describe his character, to reveal his character to his people. And I think the simple one simple way to look at this is the claim that Israel adopted adapted Yahweh from the Edomite uh, god Kos. I guess that's how it's pronounced Q-O-S. Uh, we know that Jacob and Esau were brothers. Esau was the ancestor of the Edomites. And so they had a knowledge of the true God because they were both sons of uh, Abraham. Jacob and Esau were both sons of Abraham. And Jacob's descendants wound up in Egypt. Or excuse me, they were both sons of Isaac. Isaac was, of course, the son of Abraham. My apologies on that. Uh, I, you know, Jacob's descendants wound up in Egypt for centuries, and, the, and they were separated from their kinfolks. So, and the Edomites, we know. Excuse me. Take a little bit of a break here. <clears throat> we know that Moses fled when he fled from Egypt. He encounter uh, if he fled to Midian and he encountered Jethro the priest of Midian which was close to Edom so it could very well be that Jethro was an Edomite and it is known that Kos was very similar to Yahweh in a lot of ways so we can see how the Edomites had a knowledge of God but it not but it was not a complete revelation as the Israelites had but even if this is not the actual case you know, even if uh, Kos is not the Edomite version of Yahweh, in other words, if the Edomites were not calling Yahweh the God, the the one that we know as the one true God, even if Kos was not his name among them, you know, still, you know, the Lord uses our own words from our own languages to describe Himself to us. So, you know, I think that those who proposed that Yahweh was a pagan god, uh, they just simply wished to localize him in order to discount the truth of who he really is. The bottom line is the false gods we read about often have, have often had names that we see used for the Lord God, Jesus Christ. And again, I'll say this again, you know, just because uh, one word or name is used for a false god or an idol does not mean that because that word has become attached to uh, the person that we worship as the Lord Jesus Christ, it doesn't mean that you know Yahweh was a pagan god originally. It's simply a name. It's like uh, the words that uh, the Christian Arabs use to describe god they call him allah well when obviously when most of us hear the word allah we think of islam 
And but Allah is simply a word, and it's an Arabic word which means God. So, and they also say uh, Allahu Akbar, just like their uh, Muslim neighbors do. But obviously, of course, they are not referring to the Allah of Islam. They're referring to the Allah of Jesus Christ. The, our Bible, you know, they're referring to Jesus Christ when they say Allahu Akbar Allah. So, when you come across this idea, just remember this, you know, you have the Holy Spirit, alright? He has revealed himself to you. He has sealed you, yourself, with his truth and spirit. So, that is all, that's all you really need to know. But uh, anyway, we're going to close this now. And Lord, I just pray that if there's anybody out there who's doubting your word, you know, if they're yours, if if they're doubting your word, then I pray that this will help them in some way to uh, strengthen that, strengthen their belief. And I pray that you would uh, just send your spirit to them in some way to, just to remind them of who you are. And I pray for those who are suffering mentally and emotionally during this time of the year. Uh, I've had problems with this. I do every year. I don't like the holidays, honestly, very much. But I know that you are the reason for this season. So I pray that if there's anybody out there listening to this who is uh, not saved, then I pray that they would receive you as Savior today, like right this instant. And, you know, I pray that they would just open their hearts and minds and yield to you. And it's in Jesus Christ's name I ask this. Amen.